0: Welcome to In The Frame. During your visit you may be met with explicit language and references and spoilers throughout. You have been warned. Hey
1: everyone and welcome to In The Frame. We are the opinion no one asked for. As usual I have Sam, Rodeo and Dan. This week we're going to talk about the classic Alien. So Sam, tell us, what is Alien about?
2: So Alien is set in like quite distant future. Yeah. On spaceship, alien breaks out, everyone dies. Like <laughs> that's that's the plot like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. They're on their way home and they're in their cryo sleep and they get woken up early and there's a moon or a planet that's nearby that's kind of mysterious and they end up going down to investigate alien life form stows away inside one of the crew members on the ship. Escapes
0: havoc horror film
2: first impressions
0: okay so the ultimate i mean one of the ultimate clichés that everyone knows now from this film is in space no one can hear you scream if if a sci-fi film came out with that now they'd be like oh no not again but this was the film that sort of set that and so many other clichés as well
3: yeah i think a lot of both horror and sci-fi films have adopted many of the tropes that were set within alien so for example, the fact that the alien is kind of lurking in the shadows, you can't see him, it's kind of the fear of the unknown, um, which I think works really nicely. Yeah. Uh, there's also the kind of, the claustrophobia that's kind of present throughout the whole film, like you have the, the really deep kind of rumble in the background that kind of feels like it's closing in on you. Uh, the fact that there's only seven crew members, a cat, a computer and an alien in the whole film, uh, that kind of makes you feel like you're you're stuck in with them it's that claustrophobia which i think is used in a lot of other horror and sci-fi films today
0: and the face hugger
3: yeah the face hugger <laughs>
2: there's a constant feeling throughout the whole of alien that there is some impending doom
0: i thought the music really matched the film it was it was kind of soulless and empty but it really set the sort of atmosphere for the intro and i don't know you kind of it makes you feel uneasy It makes you feel maybe a little bit sort of tense, but you don't really notice it's there. Mm. Which, in my opinion, is a good sign of a good score.
3: Yeah, it fuses kind of perfectly into the film without being another layer on top. It's kind of just part of the whole experience.
1: Yeah. And then then when it needs to be, it's really intense. So, yeah, the scene where he goes into the ventilation system when they're tracking down the alien... Mm -hmm. That bit in terms of the music and the whole build-up of that scene is so intense and it works so well. And then when the final climax of it happens, when the alien, like, he's like going around, and then he's like, boom, alien comes out of nowhere. That is
2: genuinely the scariest part of the whole film for me. Because yeah. Yeah. it's the captain, so you're gonna, you're, you kind of have that idea in the back yeah. of your head that is he actually going to survive this or not?
3: I think that's the moment as well when, as an audience, we realise that the alien is actually really intelligent. They're looking at his signal of where he is, but he's on a shaft lower down. So, uh, Lambert is telling the captain to to move out of that particular shaft because they can see the alien approaching on the screen.
1: Yeah. But
3: he's in the level below. So, when the captain tries to escape, he goes down the ladder and that's when the alien gets him.
1: Mm, yeah. So, it's
3: kind of the alien has actually worked that out and trapped him in that position. So, that kind of makes it even more scary because we know that he's actually a very calculating creature.
0: Mm. Is it a he? Do we know that? I always consider the aliens as a he. Why? Apart from the queen. Well, because the queen, Sigourney Weaver calls her a bitch. She's referred to as a woman, so I always thought the guys would be the little ones.
3: So, kind of like bees. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, they're sense. they're referenced like that's what, like the the good thing about Aliens is because it sort of built on Alien and made it into more of a extended universe. Mm. Having this whole ecosystem of the alien, you know you have the queen, then you have the drones, which are the aliens you see in alien, but they're even different in aliens because the whole design of the alien is different mm. and then that goes on further into like alien 3 when you have like the the dog alien or whichever version oh you yeah, watch. yeah, yeah, I remember yeah mm. and that's what I think people really like about this franchise. that's why it's still going I still think the original design is flawless. But the main reason they changed the design for Aliens is because the dome on the top of the Aliens' head kept breaking during production. So it got too much of a pain in the ass. To, and obviously in Aliens, it's more, it's more of an action film, so there's more yep. movement yep. with the, uh, the suits, mm. and puppets, or whatever. Yeah. So obviously a cost effective would be to get rid of it and just redesign the Alien, mm. which is what they did. It works really well.
3: But then it's an alien set quite a while after the first one anyway, so we could put that down to evolution.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, because she's found... It's 50 years, I think, after yeah. that. Yeah. A cool part of the alien design is that it's supposed to blend in with the ship. So obviously the ship's all has pipes and has all these big industrial-looking uh, hallways and stuff, so it's easy for the alien to blend in, like clearly at the end of the film when it's just Ripley left... Mm. And she's thinking it's all cool, everything's chill. It is so creepy, that bit. Yeah. Because it, it just sits there like it's, just, it's just like another console. Like, it's so creepy. Yeah, because it just like, blends in with the pipes and she just sits back and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, hand comes out. Yeah. You know, creepy-ass little four-finger thing.
3: Yeah, so in some respects it is just kind of a, a slasher in space.
1: Basically, yeah.
3: The essence yeah. of it.
2: But it feels it feels so fresh, even now. I think that's one thing that hasn't dated about it. Mm. I don't think another film has done that space fear to the extent that alien has no like even close i don't think
3: so i think one of my favorite moments in this film is the classic john hurt moment with the (laughs) 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 because i mean that's just so iconic and it's parodied in so many films afterwards um it's something that everyone references um i think it's just become a really important part of that film
1: yeah
2: it's it's grim it's so disturbing like, it comes out of nowhere. It just
0: completely, like, you're just not expecting it at all. Yeah, but the alien was smiling. Yeah. When he comes out, he turns towards the camera and he's going, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: and he just fucks off.
3: Yeah, I think the sheer carnage of that moment is just, it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the film. Yeah. Because um, up until that moment, the alien is still kind of unknown. It's, you know, you've got the face hugger, you don't really know what's going on with it. Um Ash is kind of trying to dissect it and work out what's going on. Mm. And it's only when that alien bursts out of John Hurt's chest that we kind of think, okay, this is a real threat. And then it runs off into the ship and that it just sets the ball rolling for the rest of the film.
0: It yeah. So to sum up that scene, he burst out, he squeaked, he fucked off.
3: And that's the turning point. <laughs> yeah,
0: this, yeah. Well, I mean, even the face hugger bit. The
2: face hugger bit's creepy as hell as well, because I it's it's the it's the little legs it has. It's like the, the fear of everyone has of spiders.
0: Yeah, I don't like spiders. Like it
2: re- it's really creepy. It's like, it like just, big fingers. It's just resting on his face. I feel like that. Take
0: that face hugger, put it in clown makeup. You've got, you got everyone's worst fear right there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the idea of it just like feeding off your insides as well whilst it's just sat resting on your face and they can't pull it off because of the acid. I think that's, that's just got to be one of the most disturbing thoughts in film. Like, in, yeah. in or in horror or sci-fi in general. Like
0: I will admit, first time I watched that, it did keep me awake at night.
2: Yeah, it's really disturbing. The facehuggers are really well
1: done. They're really creepy. Yeah. Um, it just looks like a vagina. <laughs>
0: like a dick vagina. I've always thought that. What, what the
3: fuck vaginas have you been looking at?
0: <laughs> if you if you look at the facehugger in the second one, I think not so much in the first, but in the second one, yeah. it does look like... A vagina. <laughs> <laughs> With a little pop-out bit. Yeah. It does.
3: Well, I think it's because it's playing on the fear of rape, really, isn't it? I mean, that's what the alien does. It yeah. kind of rapes you and impregnates you, and you are kind of... It, it's a parasite. It's just leeching off you, and you're kind of just a shell for it to have babies out of. So I think Which that's why terrifying. there's so much you know, phallic representation in Geiger's uh, design.
1: Yeah. I mean... There is the whole underlining male impregnation, which is a massive fear.
0: And all the men are scared of getting pregnant.
1: Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, it's not doable, but...
0: Well, it's it's a subject matter
2: that it's not, people haven't really taken the time to think about. So yeah. having it presented in such a horrific way on screen yeah. is really going to mess with your I mean, head. It's,
1: it's not going to be the first thing you think about when you think of Alien, but when you do think about it and you think of that scene and how horrible it is already, and then when you think about it in that aspect, and then it just makes it, like... 10 times more worse.
2: So I think we should talk about Sigourney Weaver because it's one of her first major roles yeah.
1: and obviously launched her career. She's become the sci-fi god. I mean her character Ripley is yeah, she's iconic. Yeah, she's she's the
0: she's, she's,
2: a she's cult the... classic. This film is a cult classic. She's the one that drives the morality through the other crew members in the ship. Yeah. Because she's the one that's constantly sticking to protocol whether the rest of the crew want to or not. And I think she plays that with like a real kind of like blunt authority that she kind of puts on the character and I think it's really interesting the way that she plays it.
1: And I like the way that the film portrays the main character because it's not really established who is the main character from no, like most of the film because I mean they sort of do that at the beginning with John Hurt he's the first guy you see he wakes up from cry asleep and you know you kind of follow him and then obviously he goes he's the first one to go and then you're like you're sort of left out of so who you're going to follow. I think that's what works so well with this yeah. film because you like all the characters are so likeable that you just follow them all.
3: I really like the fact that at the start of the film when John Hurt's first been face-hugged uh, and Sigourney Weaver, her character Ripley, is really sticking to the protocol and telling them they can't let him in because he has to yeah. be quarantined. I like that that is kind of just one huge I told you so for the whole rest of the film. Yeah. yeah. Um, so right from the start, she is the voice of reason. Um, and she's the one that we feel like we should be listening to, uh, because as you said, she's the only one who's following protocol. She's mm-hmm. the only one who kind of has that conviction. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of sets her up straight away as a really strong character.
1: And also, I think having a, a female lead in a film, because at that time that had never really been done before, had it? No, no. So that um, was a big
2: thing. It was a major
1: step forward in filmmaking. Yeah, have, and um... it sounds really bad, but risky move as well.
3: Yeah, no, I mean for the time. before that was before women were protagonists in films, so yeah, yeah it was yeah. a risky move. It was a bold move, but it was done for the right reasons, and it worked yeah. beautifully.
2: And having her become the authority figure as well as the film progresses, um, I thought was really mm. was a really smart move. And she she does have the right conviction to do the part as well. It's going to weave Weaver herself, and the level of intensity and seriousness that she takes to the role, especially in the last the final scenes. It really does hook you into character. It's a very believable scenario.
0: I think she'd be really nice to have afternoon tea with...
2: What, Ripley or Sigourney Weaver? Uh,
0: Ripley. Just yeah. tea, some It'd cakes. Quite, quite intense.
2: I think, I think she'd sort of be like, can we get this over and done with? You know, the ship's about to leave, so... <laughs> no, well, I mean, if, if she here? was in
3: a chilled-out kind of setting, I think if you took Ripley out of the intense kind of space situation and into something more relaxed, yeah. she'd probably be a really nice person.
0: Ripley strikes me as the sort of woman that, that works hard, but she plays hard.
2: I mean, she's actually a very caring character. Her affection for Jonesy, the cat, and for the rest of the crew, especially, you know, when John Hurt can't be brought back into the ship. And uh, she has a strong connection to Dallas as well. Like, she really looks up to him. And she will really... But but she's not afraid to speak her mind, which kind of makes her that that sort of character that the audience kind of just naturally start to root for as as she clearly becomes more of the main
1: plot focus as as the film progresses. I I think it works well because it follows on in aliens. Yep. Cuz the main theme in that is motherhood. Maternity. Yeah. You got Ripley and they introduce Newt into it <laughs> and then they have like a mother-daughter sort of relationship. Yep.
3: And then it's kind of like she's facing off against the alien yeah, queen who is another mother. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of she's actually a very maternal character but unlike films that came before it and a lot of films that have come after it. She's not represented as the kind of the weak, feeble mother who just looks after the kids and doesn't have any real power. She's represented as a really fierce, strong, powerful mm-hmm. mother that will actually fight to to get what's right and to get what she mm. needs.
1: So, Dan. Yeah. To today's standards, is it still scary? No.
0: Because when I watch it, I keep seeing Red Dwarf. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough.
0: Red Dwarf actually used some of Alien's set... On the spaceship yeah, and stuff to I think film it. they also
1: it. use it for Doctor Fear Factor.
0: Fear Factor for me, I think probably two and a half. I don't think it's that scary. Um, it probably was at the time, and yeah, it is done like really well, claustrophobic and that sort of thing. I really like it. I, I think the film is beautifully designed. The alien is great. It's it's a really well done film. Uh, The lighting and set design, also incredible. But, yeah, I I don't find it that scary.
1: I mean, it still looks beautiful, like, compared to films that I've seen that have been made in the last 10 years, it looks, like, crisp. You can never tell it was made, like, 40 years ago. No. Cool, so, Rodeo, give us your fear factor.
3: I think I would give it a fear factor of probably a 2.5 as well, actually. Um, but I think that's more because I see it as a it is a horror sci-fi kind of hybrid but it's also a kind of monster flick and I think in that you're kind of appreciating the design of the monster and you know how it actually hunts how it works rather than it being a kind of real fear that we can relate to and get scared by later on Um, it's something that we're scared of while we're watching it because we're scared for the characters but it's not something that will kind of haunt us for days afterwards. So that's why I think it's a 2.5 fear factor. Um, But in general, I mean, I thought it was a beautiful film. The design by H.R. Geiger is incredible. I love the way the alien kind of mirrors the ship, like you were saying. Mm. And the fact that on the alien's planet as well, all of the, the ship and the eggs and everything they find there, that's really mirrored in the creature design as well. So I think in terms of design, it's a beautiful film. As Dan said, it's shot and lit incredibly and the sound design with all of the claustrophobia kind of being built into it uh i think works really nicely
2: you see my fear fact it's a little bit higher because i think it creates a real level of intensity and even though i've seen the other films the other films don't have the creepiness that the first one has and i think that's what carries the first one so well. that's why a lot it's still a fan favorite for a lot of people um and that scene where dallas is in the ventilation shaft That still it still gets you it still makes you jump like, i think you'd be really hard pushed not to jump at that bit like but for the right reasons not because it's a jump scare because it genuinely
1: is a tense moment uh so i'll probably give it uh, a 4.5 out of five really pretty high right up, there. up there yeah still to this day it's like pretty pretty freaky and the whole concept of you know there's this thing that can forcibly like it basically like rapes you and impregnates you with this unstoppable killing machine is just like terrifying and just overall it just like i said already it looks great you've all said that Mm. the performances of the actors are spot on i mean it pushed the benchmark like phenomenally like up there and just Mm. like went through the roof so that's been alien and we have been in the frame thank you all for watching and don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell until next time adios